Hello, and welcome to Footsteps, a podcast hosted by High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho, where our mission is loving God, serving others, changing lives. My name is Bonnie, and today I am here with Lisa to discuss the pottery-making process. Lisa, why is it that you want to talk about pottery-making today? I've always loved artistic creation. While I'm not very good at it, it gives me a way to exercise a different part of my brain. Creative outlets like painting, drawing, photography have all been shown to be relaxing hobbies that can lower your stress level and calm your mind. But something I've never really dabbled in is pottery making. I'm not sure if you have personal experience with the pottery making on using clay on a wheel. I don't. Most of my knowledge of working clay is limited to Play-Doh. <laughs> but there's a scripture verse in the Old Testament book of Jeremiah that begins with him observing the pottery making process, and it really got me thinking. So for context, Bonnie, would you please read Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6? I'm happy to. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like the clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. Thank you, Bonnie. I've read this passage many times, but what jumped out at me recently is that the pottery-making process itself must be really important. Because God sent Jeremiah to the potter's house to observe it in person. So I figured if it was important enough for God to instruct Jeremiah to observe pottery making, maybe I should try to observe it as well. So I did what we often do in this day and age. I turned to the internet and YouTube videos, and it was actually rather enlightening. So I'd like to discuss five observations that I made of pottery making, and with your help, point out how these observations illustrate important lessons from the Bible. The first observation that I would like to discuss is that clay becomes malleable with water. When a potter picks up a piece of clay, it's too dry to be formed on the wheel. Without water, clay is brittle and prone to crumble. So the potter adds water. The water literally changes the clay so that it softens and becomes pliable and malleable. Bonnie, thinking about water as it relates to the New Testament, how does it relate to my observation about clay? In the New Testament, water is a symbol of salvation and rebirth. Jesus talked about being a source of living water. That living water changes us. Without Jesus, we are brittle often with hardened hearts, but with him, we are softened. Like water mixed with clay, Jesus changes us 
so that God conform us into who he intended us to be. Exactly. And my next observation was that the potter's hand shapes the clay with intention. The potter has some idea what he wants to make this clay into, a coffee cup, a vase, a planter. All of these have different purposes, and each takes shape in the hands of the potter with intention and focus. There's even different types of clay. Each type has its own unique characteristics that are suited to different applications. So Bonnie, what does this illustration from pottery making show from a biblical perspective? God equips each of us with spiritual gifts to enable us to do his work. We are like different types of clay because each of us has different spiritual gifts. Just like the potter with clay, God has a specific purpose in mind for each of us, and he has gifted us differently to do his work, but shapes each of us with intention. My third observation is something I never realized until looking into pottery making more closely. The clay is worked from the inside out. The potter starts with a lump of clay and centers it on the wheel. Once it's been centered, he uses force from the inside to create the object. The width, the height, the contours are all formed from the inside out. He does put a little counter pressure on the outside to help it take shape, but really the majority of the work is done from the inside. Bonnie, what can we learn from this observation? God shapes, molds, and transforms us from the inside as well. He transforms us by renewing our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. There may be a little pressure from the outside to help us take shape, but like clay on a wheel, most of the transformative work in our lives is being done from the inside out. When we accept Jesus into our hearts and begin to follow him, the Holy Spirit dwells within us so that we begin to desire those selfless things that please God rather than the selfish things that please us. Thank you for that. Here's a fourth observation for you to think about. In its raw form, clay is found mixed with impurities. Now, most of these impurities do fall away as the clay is changed by the addition of water, but these impurities leave behind voids in the clay. These voids cause weak spots in the clay and need to be removed before it can be formed into a strong vessel. The potter uses a process called wedging that involves working the clay by hand, like kneading bread, to fill in the voids and prepare it for use. I think the lesson from that observation is that impurities in our lives weaken us as well. If we allow God to work in our lives, he will use his hands to fill the voids and strengthen us like a potter wedging the clay. A Bible verse from the Old Testament that reminds us that God's hands will strengthen us is found in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. 
I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Thank you, Bonnie. And here's my fifth and final observation. If something goes wrong, the potter doesn't discard the clay. He just tries again. Jeremiah saw this firsthand when he visited the potter's house. Something was wrong with the clay he was working on. Maybe it had a void and wasn't quite ready to be formed into a pot. Maybe there wasn't enough water and it wasn't malleable. The passage doesn't tell us what was wrong with it. But what I think is important to note is that the potter didn't toss out the clay, pick up a fresh new piece, and try with a different one. He held on to that defective clay and just kept working on it. That's a powerful illustration. How reassuring to know that God will not abandon or forsake us if something goes wrong. If we don't take shape the first time, he will try and try again, like a potter working clay. There are so many examples of this in the Bible, but one that comes immediately to mind is the Apostle Paul. He had been using his passion and influence to persecute, even kill Christians, until a life-changing encounter with Jesus that altered the shape of Paul's life into the one that God had intended for him. After this encounter, Paul used his passion and influence to share the good news. In fact, 13 books in the Bible were authored by Paul. Thank you, Bonnie, for helping connect my observations of the pottery-making process to lessons that relate to our walks with the Lord. We are like clay in the hands of God, the master potter. What we need to do is simply allow him to work in our lives. Jesus provides the living water to make us malleable in God's hands. God shapes us with intention to fulfill the purpose he has in mind for us. He transforms us from the inside out, renewing our minds, our spirits, and our hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit. God is available to strengthen us and fill the voids in our lives, and he never forsakes us. He never does. Thank you, Lisa, for today's discussion. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. As always, if you have questions or comments, please email them to footsteps.hdumc at gmail.com. We hope you will join us next time. Until then, we invite you to worship with us at High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho in person if you are in the area or online at highdesertumc.org. May you find comfort in knowing that you are in God's hands and may you allow him to work in your life, shaping you like clay in the hands of the potter.